Matthew 6.33 But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Thank you for listening and being a part of Seeking the Kingdom podcast. This is where we discuss biblical topics. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Saturday morning. We pray that by listening to these podcast teachings, your faith would increase and that we would grow together as one in the body of Christ. God bless. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Praise the Lord. Praise God. We want to thank you for listening to another episode of Seeking the Kingdom podcast, episode 108. For the glory of God, we thank God that uh, Joshua has a beautiful word tonight titled Gentle Words. And for the glory of God, we've been in this uh, uh, study for a little bit now on the fruit of the Spirit. That's found in Galatians 5.22. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and gentleness. Thank God for uh, his word. And before we go into his word, uh, we just want to open up in prayer. Heavenly Father, we give you glory, we give you honor, and we give you praise. And Devla Tanei, Father God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for who you are, Mukadam. Your spirit of gentleness, Father God. Thank you for your Holy Spirit that produces this kind of fruit in our lives, Devla. I pray that, that you would bless us, Father God, to produce this fruit, Father, for your glory, honor, and praise, Mukadam. I pray that you would open our hearts, our eyes, our ears to your word tonight, Father, that you would use Joshua for your glory, honor, and praise in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. And with that said, Joshua, the mic is all yours. God bless you, Christopher. Beautiful prayer, brother. Um, and Christopher, I want to give God glory, honor, and praise. Uh, this is our eighth week, including the introduction with Pastor Matthew, uh, since we've been talking about the fruit of the Spirit. Um, Thank you, Jesus. And I want to give God glory because it was so fun. I, I, I don't know about the listener, but I really enjoyed myself uh, hearing God's Word and growing these fruit in my life. And before we started to record the Kakul program, uh, we prayed that these fruit, Christopher, would be evident in our lives, that we would to Amen. grow these fruit in our lives as well. And tonight Amen. we're going to talk about uh, gentleness. You read uh, the fruit of the Spirit scripture found in Galatians 5.22. And uh, today we was driving, um, uh, we was in business and we was driving in the car. And uh, God put it upon my heart while you was driving to study God's word. And mm -hmm. um, we was talking about gentleness. And in the fire Bible, it, it, it gives a beautiful description of gentleness and let's read that now gentleness refers to the quality shown by a mild friendliness or forbearance especially to an enemy when harshness would be the expected behavior and that's just the thing that's what we wanted to talk about tonight as we grow the fruit of the spirit in our life gentleness Christopher has to be something that's uh, evident when walking in Amen. the spirit this has to be something that we show and we, we talked about a little bit that a way to show gentleness is by the way we talk to someone 
And that's exactly what our study is going to be tonight. We're going to read a few Proverbs. Uh, We're going to read a story that uh, uh, in Luke about Jesus and the Pharisees. We're going to read a, a, a letter written to Timothy by Paul. And there's a lot that we want to get through. So Christopher, can you please read Proverbs 18.21? The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Amen. So we see the power that the tongue holds, Christopher. The tongue can hold life or death. Whatever we say can either harm someone or we can bring that someone life. Mm-hmm. What am I saying? We're going to find out a little bit later on, so Penelope, uh, Paul to Timothy in his second letter, that the power of the tongue can bring somebody ultimately to repentance. And I just wanted to uh, uh, read another Proverbs for the glory of God. Look what it says here. Proverbs 15, 1. A gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words makes tempers flare. The tongue of the wise makes knowledge appealing, but the mouth of a fool belches out foolishness. The Lord is watching everywhere, keeping his eye on both the evil and the good. And look what it says in verse 4. Gentle words are a tree of life. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Body panel on the Proverbs that the tongue can crush someone's spirit. The words that we use can lead someone also to destruction. Like we're going to find out a little bit later how Jesus uses his words to forgive someone. Our tongue, Christopher, can ultimately lead someone to hell. And I just want to uh, touch a little bit on that. L- earlier we read uh, uh, the, the commentary about how to handle the situation properly. Mm-hmm. There's going to be times in life that and catch you in a, in a corner and, and try to uh, uh, provoke you into doing wrong. But the more that we're in the spirit, the more that we're in the word of God, the more that we're in uh, in prayer, that you don't know when that time is coming. That's mm-hmm. something that you can prepare for. Okay? But there will be a time that someone's going to provoke you. Another word for provocation is someone trying to push your buttons to, to get you mad. Someone mm-hmm. trying to upset you. And how are we going to handle ourselves? Are we going to show the fruit that Christ has given us, that the Holy Spirit has enabled us to have, Christopher? Or are we going to be uh, uh, led by the world and influenced by the world? And right away, we're going to be ready to argue. Right away, we're going to be ready to fight. See, that's not showing Christ's character, Christopher. That's showing mm-hmm. the character of this world. And that's what we're uh, called to, to, to stray away from. We're called to stray away from this world. We're not called to follow the patterns of this world, but we're called to be re, uh, have a renewed mind in Christ. Amen? Amen. Amen. Okay, so uh, now I wanted to read a scripture found in uh, Luke 7. 
okay? 736. And I want everyone to listen to this story. It's a it's a very uh, beautiful story. And Christopher, as we read it today, um, the, the, the spirit was just moving inside that car and, and the Holy Spirit was just minister, ministering to us point after point after point. And Deke, guys, we're going to talk about uh, a few points tonight. But the more that you read the scripture, there's so much in it, guys, uh, for the glory of God. And I encourage everyone to read Kako scripture found in uh, Luke 7, 36. And look what it's talking about. One of the Pharisees asked him, he's asking Jesus now, to eat with him. And uh, Jesus went to the house of the Pharisee and reclined at his table. In verse 37, it says, And behold, a woman of the city who was a sinner, when she learned that he was reclining at the table, when she learned that Jesus was reclining at the table at the Pharisee's house, she brought an alabaster flask of ointment. And standing behind him at his feet, she started to weep. She started to cry, Christopher, and with her tears, she started to wet his feet. She wiped him with her hair and she kissed his feet and anointed them with the ointment. Now, when the Pharisee who had invited him, who had invited Jesus, saw this, he said to himself, if this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what sort of woman this is who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And look at Jesus, what he said. And Jesus answering him said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. And he answered, Say it, teacher. And look at the, the story Jesus tells him. A certain moneylender had two debitors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon answered, the one, I suppose, for whom he had canceled the larger debt. Jesus said to him, You have judged rightly. Then turning towards the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven, for she loved much. But he who is forgiven little loves little. And he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. Then those who were at the table with him began to say among the, themselves, Who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your fate has saved you. Go in peace. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Christopher, if that's uh, not a uh, the ultimate uh, illustration of gentleness, uh, then I don't know what is. Jesus shows gentleness throughout this whole scripture if you caught it 
I don't know if the listener caught it, but let's recap real quickly. First of all, he's showing gentleness by even being at the Pharisee's house. Mm -hmm. Jesus, being all-knowing, knows, Christopher, that this Pharisee is going to betray him soon. Jesus knows that this Pharisee is going to be one of them to say, crucify him. But he's showing gentleness in a situation when harshness should have been showed or harshness is expected. He's showing gentleness to the Pharisee. And not only that, when the woman came to him and knelt at his feet and, and start uh, washing his feet with her tears and, and drying them with her hair, this woman shouldn't have touched Jesus. This woman was a notorious sinner. Right. She shouldn't have been given the opportunity to even get near him, let alone touch him, Christopher. Mm -hmm. And Jesus shows her gentleness by telling the, the, the Pharisee that she is also forgiven the way that he is forgiven. But, the, but here's the difference. The Pharisee, Christopher, did not appreciate his forgiveness. Because the Pharisee was conceited and thinking to himself to be equal with Christ. Okay? Mm -hmm. How are we acting in our situation? Are we thinking that we're better than people? Are we thinking that we're, uh, or are we being humble? Are we showing meekness? Are we showing humility like this woman did? See, when the situation is called to show harshness, Jesus is being gentle with us. So when the situation occurs, what are we doing? Are we showing gentleness through the, uh, through the power of the Holy Spirit to others? Are we showing the example that Christ left us to love others and to be gentle with others and to show humility? Or are we being harsh with our brothers and sisters in Christ? Forget our brothers and sisters in Christ. What about the atheists? What about the gajo on the street? You know, it just takes something like, God bless you. Jesus loves you. You know, when somebody uh, cuts us off, instead of uh, uh, waving our hands and screaming from the top of our lungs in the car, you know, just a, a wave to that person could be uh, more uh, to show the, the love of Christ. So, moving forward, we wanted to read one more scripture found in 2 Timothy uh, 222 through 26 and uh, this is uh, the Apostle Paul uh, writing a, a letter uh, to Timothy and uh, look what it says here Chris so flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness faith love and peace along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart have nothing to do with foolish, arrogant controversies. You know that they breed quarrels, and the Lord servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to the knowledge of truth and they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being caught by him to do 
his will. What a powerful scripture, Christopher. Amen. What a powerful scripture and what a, a letter he's writing, uh, not only to Timothy. I believe that this letter exists today to teach us, Christopher. All scripture Amen. is uh, able to teach and to correct. And this scripture tonight is teaching us that gentleness can bring someone to repentance and lead them to truth. And by them knowing the truth, Christopher, can lead them to salvation. And Christopher, by them knowing the truth, takes them out of the devil's trap and takes them from doing the devil's will. What a beautiful, powerful scripture. And it just shows us, Christopher, the importance of being gentle with our brothers, sisters in Christ and with Gage, with people that we don't know, maybe somebody we see on the street like we talked about earlier. It's showing that gentleness goes a long way and how important this fruit is. And this is where we close. Earlier today, we read an article. Agajit is explaining how everyone focuses on love. Everyone focuses on joy. Everyone focuses on peace and patience. But gentleness, the fruit of gentleness, Christopher, is overlooked every single time. Thinking that it's not important to have this type of fruit in our life. Well, I hope... Well, I, listen, I, I don't hope, I pray to God that people would take this fruit seriously because this is something that I overlooked. I heard the, the fruit of the Spirit so many times, Christopher, but this is something that we overlooked constantly. Now that we studied it, now that we know it more in depth, like we learned tonight, it's something that I can appreciate more. And it's something that I'm praying that would be manifested in a life, in my life, that I would be able to show more frequently to others. Christopher, do you have anything you wanted to add to this? Joshua, just to go back to the story about um, the woman coming to Jesus' feet, what an opportunity for Jesus just to tell the, the Pharisee, hey, I know what you're thinking. And why did you call me here? And just go to blow up the situation. Or tell the Gaji, hey, get away from me. You're not worthy to come to my feet. But no, the gentle, loving, caring God that he is, he tells the woman, your sins are forgiven. He tells the woman that what she did was a beautiful thing. That, And he shows the world uh, how to be gentle with people. Uh, we read something that gentleness embodies pretty much everything here, Joshua, right? Right. That it's meekness, it's being patient with people. And that's what the Holy Spirit wants to develop in me and in you. Amen. To show that to not just our brothers and sisters in Christ, but even our opposition, mm. even someone coming against us. If we just be gentle and let the Holy Spirit do His work in us, answer with a gentle answer, answer with a gentle voice, answer in a gentle uh, manner, uh, conduct ourselves in gentleness, that's showing the world that the Holy Spirit is the one driving us to do that. Amen. And you said something very important. Opponents, your enemy, your opposition, someone who's coming against you, you know, mm -hmm. that can show someone uh, Christ too. When they're expecting you to react in a certain way, but you react the way that the Spirit is in enabling you to react, 
you know that's showing gentleness too and in that situation that can ultimately bring somebody to know christ to know the truth to bring them to come to repentance maybe they'll ask you for your uh, for forgiveness and maybe that brings somebody to christ you know that's what the, the scripture in, in timothy was saying what the christopher yes absolutely and uh how did the pharisee react to the woman being there the same way the world would react the same the? way we would react in our flesh who was this woman what is what's going on here if jesus only knew but gentleness says no do you see her mm. that's what we read earlier in the the, the commentary joshua the said jesus said to him do you see the the woman that's being a kind being uh, doing uh, something that is lovely doing something that's so uh, beautiful jesus sees the good in everything so we are to be like jesus to be gentle in character to the holy spirit to lead us and to guide us in what we say and how we do things amen i know we're going a little bit long but uh like i said there there's so much out of this and uh i'm really excited for this tonight the woman was doing what the pharisee should have done it was custom for when someone comes to uh to your house to wash their feet uh, to anoint them with some type, uh, some uh, sort of oil or perfume, you know, and, and, or hug them or kiss them. And, and uh, oh, Jesus pinned that. You never showed me any of this. So it just goes to show you that maybe you're expecting the pastor, maybe you're expecting the elder, maybe you're expecting the deacon to show you some sort of compassion. But you know what? It starts off with you. You show the gentleness you show christ you show love you show compassion you show meekness you show humbleness and you go shake that hand you go give that person a hug you go say you're sorry and you let the holy spirit lead and direct you that's all i'm gonna say them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that uh being said we wanted to uh close tonight in prayer and uh, i want to pray as we always do uh, for all the loved ones uh, who are praying for their uh, families to come home from prison, uh, for all the children who are dealing with speech delay and autism, uh, for all the parents who are dealing with that as well, and the grandparents, uh, for all the, the people who are dealing with all type of sicknesses, cancer, diabetes, heart trouble, uh, uh, all, all these things uh, that God would heal them in Jesus' name. And something that I, I, I should, I should be praying more often in uh, God's glory, Pastor Steve Sergal, uh, uh, reminded me that this is something that I should pray for more often is for the Hannah's list. This is something that's very close to my heart and it's something that I, I don't pray as often as I should and God forgive me, but I know the power of prayer. I've seen how God blesses families who are praying uh, that they would bl be blessed with children and uh, we're going to pray for that tonight as well. Also, we're going to pray uh, that the fruit of the Spirit would be manifested uh, in our life and that we would walk, walk more in the spirit for God's glory. Um, and before we pray, Christopher, we have a special announcement. Next week, uh, Vinny Du from In His Presence Ministry will be with us for the glory of God. And he's going to be sharing on the last fruit. And that is self-control for the glory of God. So we encourage everyone you, to uh, tune in next week, next Saturday. Uh, and uh, hear the message that Vinny Du is going to bring us for the, uh, for the glory of God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, Devla, we acknowledge, God, who you are. 
King of Kings and Lord of Lords, Naikonik Devla Satute, Akana Devla, as we, Father God, submit unto you, Father God. Devla, as we, Father God, humble ourselves, Father God, underneath your mighty hand, Father God, would you lift us up? Would you, Father God, enable us, Father God, to be obedient, Devla, to your voice, obedient, Devla, to your spirit, Father God, and that these fruit would be manifested in our life? Devla, tonight we talked about gentleness, Lord Jesus, and I pray, Devla, that we would be more gentle with others, Lord Jesus. As we've seen tonight, that gentleness can go a long way. It can go to bring someone to repentance and someone, Devla, to know the truth. And Devla, we thank you, Lord, for that, Devla. Use us, Devla, as a mighty weapon, as a mighty tool for you. Let us to show gentleness, Devla, to others. I pray for all the sick, Father God, that you heal them, Father God. All those, Devil, who are in jail, Devil, set the captive free, Father God. All those, Father God, who are dealing, Devil, with autism, Devil, uh, I pray, Devil, that you heal them, Devil, from the top of their head, Devil, to the soles of their feet. All those, Devil, who are dealing, Father God, with speech delay, Father God, that you heal them, Father God, that you loosen their tongue, Father God, for your glory. And, Devil, we pray for the Hannah's list, Devil. Devla, I know, Father God, this pain, Devla. I know the tears, Father God. I know, Father God, the sorrow, Devla. But Devla, wipe away, Father God, those tears of sorrow, Devla, and then store them, Devla, as tears of joy, Father God. I pray, Father God, that you bless all those, Father God, who are praying for a family, Devla, with their heart desires, Devla. In Jesus' name, Devla, that they would be able, Devla, to dedicate, Devla, healthy baby boys and healthy baby girls for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord and praise God. Thank you for listening to this episode of Seeking the Kingdom. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Friday and every Saturday morning. Please continue to be a part of what God is doing at Kingdom of God Ministry in Miami, Florida. We kindly ask that you share this episode, describe and follow us. It would help the show to reach other people that we may further the Kingdom of God. We also ask that you keep us at the church in your daily prayers. God bless.